Love Talk Radio. You know, 
All these people, <laughs> you know, these people be like, man, it ain't no more death than it ever been. You know, people that want to, you know, the white, the white 2K theorists, the, you know, controversial <laughs> type guys and stuff. So I just don't want right. to, I just don't want to anger them. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, hey. we ain't trying to anger nobody. <laughs> right, 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 right. But, but today, man, I, I wanted to uh, get into something that I saw in the news today, man, and it was uh, okay. about a, a Livonia mother who spoke out against a, a raci- racially offensive history lesson in her daughter's seventh grade class. Did you see that? Okay. I need to see that, dog. I hit me to it. Okay, we got, we got some video. I'm going to show this I, video, oh, yeah. and uh, we're going to get into discussing uh, what what it was about. Amen. Only on seven, a history lesson involving slavery being called racially offensive and unacceptable by an outraged Metro Detroit mother. Seven Acts News reporter Simon Chaquette has her passionate message along with the school's response. That parent from Livonia says no child should ever have to go through this. At the same time, the school district now issuing a response of their own. It was a seventh grade social studies lesson here at Frost Middle School in Livonia that left student Jade Holt disgusted. It was weird and uncomfortable. She says a racially offensive question posed by a teacher was part of a course meant to educate young minds about the harsh realities of slavery in America. The question reads, a slave stands before you. This slave has disrespected his master by telling him you are not my master. How will you punish this slave? answers to choose from included selecting either no punishment because I don't believe in slaves or in accordance to Hammurabi's code, a reference to cruel and unjust punishment created by a historic king of Mesopotamia. I read the question and then I typed my answer. My answer was there will be no punishment because I do not believe in slavery. I don't never want my daughter to feel the way she felt this morning. Jayla Holt, Jade's mother, says the extremely poor choice of question for her daughter was also posed to other virtual classes learning from home. After a brief talk with the principal, she's not convinced this is being taken seriously enough. And But anyway, man, you get you get the picture. Dog, what? <laughs> Do you believe oh, what? Do you believe that in twenty twenty? I, you know what? I ain't gonna lie to you. I believe anything in 2020, bro. Like, <laughs> shit been so crazy right now. Right. I kind of believe anything in 2020, but that shit crazy. <laughs> so I, I really don't even know how to respond to that, dog. And then, like, you put them kids in a, like, in a position where, like, they gotta, I don't even know. I don't even, like, as a parent, like, I don't have no kids. Right. But as a parent, I don't even know how I would have reacted to that, for real. Yeah, yeah. Like, because, I don't even know. Because you can imagine, it's like, like right now, where where you know my kids go to school at, it, it's right. it's predominantly white. So okay. I could I could I could just imagine, you know, if that was brought up in the classroom, my kids. I'm gonna tell you too what happened. Right. What happened with one time with a with a kid with my daughter. Um, okay. A, a girl, a, a white girl came up to my daughter, uh, and touched her hair and was like, "Why is your hair nappy like that?" You know what I'm saying? That, that's some shit I seen. That's some shit I seen on TV. So that actually happened. Yeah. Wow. Ain't, ain't that crazy? So it's, it's. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. Right. So it's it's like th- this. What angers me with uh with certain people who say, "Hey, um, we got to get past racism." Hey, you know, so when you say certain people, <laughs> who, who are you talking about? Bro? <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. You said it. Certain, so, certain, who are you talking about that? Certain people of the of the race. Who who do, who really don't understand? Who really don't understand the the goings and comings of of black people? You know, yeah. it, it it pisses me off because even in college, I remember going through through certain you know little things with you know because that was my first experience like really being around uh, white people. I you know yeah. I, I've been in the hood all my life, so it was like so when yeah. I finally got to school, it was like a culture shock. So, because yeah, the only because sure. the only time I really ever dealt at first with white people was in a department store. So right. when I finally, you know <laughs> what I'm saying. So when I finally got like up close and personal and dealing with them, you know, people were like, of course you don't want to uh, let people, uh, you know, kind of like form your perception. You want to get your own perception, you know, of people. Because yeah. you know, my my grandfather came up in the south, 
Uh, you know, all my p- people were born in the South. So my grandfather right. had his experiences with white white folks and, and all of that. But, I, but you know, just form your own opinions. You know, you don't want to. Yeah. And so when I got to see it, you know, you got some good. Good white folks. Good clean, good clean <laughs> good white, white folks. folks. Like my man Adrian, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got some good clean white folks, and you got, of course, the ones, the Brads, the surf, surfer dudes, Brads. <laughs> the Brads. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it just and it, and, it, and and you know it pisses you off because you you figure like you hate me, but don't even understand me and don't even know me. You no, know, facts, for sure. And so it, it it just really you know. Cause um, I remember when I went up there, it was, it was some white girls approached me. Of course, I came mm-hmm. up there. You know, I had my little my little look. I had back in the day where you had where you used to wear the like the little vest back then. You used to wear the vests and you know like oh, like by, the, the bubble vest. But yeah, like 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 naughty by nature and all that. They used to wear yeah. the little vests and the lokes and stuff sure. like that. And he and, and some white girls was like, man, are you you in the game? You know where you from? I'm like, oh, I ain't in no damn game. What set you from? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like, you know, and, and, and stuff like that kind of like drives you crazy, you know, because it's the same thing going over and over, you know, yeah. with, with people. What's your experience, man? I mean, my experience like that, dog, um, real life uh, culture shocking me, like in that tip, yeah. I ain't never really. Go ahead, no, my fault. What'd you say? Go ahead. No, I was listening to you. Yeah, so no, I'm gonna say um I ain't never really had like a, a show a show enough like racist moment, but it's, it's just one thing that I that I always keep in mind. Though. This is something that uh, happened to me when I was uh I was at Eastern Michigan University. So again, like you said, we ain't really have a lot of contact with white people until until we got up out you know out out the hood. Mm-hmm. So when I got to Eastern, shit, I had a I had a homeboy um who well, I don't know I thought we was homeboys. Uh, so, uh, me and my man Ryan, we had a, we had a, uh, we were standing at, uh, I came Putnam, right? We was on Putnam Hall, third floor, I remember, because that was, that was, like, one of the best years of my life. But anyway, <laughs> down the hall, it was a little white dude, worked at the, uh, god damn, I can't think of the name of the, the Quick Fix. Okay. He worked at the little joint downstairs. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we used to go down there, we was extra cool, though, I'm talking about, we was cool to the point where he was stealing food for us, uh, from the Quick Fix. We would leave him in our room, like while we gone to uh go on to class, leave him in there to play the game and see like we was cool. Little right, white dude, right? Right, right. Cool as hell. So one day I'm coming home from uh from, from my job and I see him getting on the elevator. He get on the elevator with his parents though. So like I get in the elevator, I'm like, you know, shit, what up? And to this day I can't I can't remember his name now because it's been a little while. But uh, you know, I, I went to dab him up and say what's up to him and you know that motherfucker didn't even speak to me, bro. So I was just like, Oh, so then that's why I was just like my old man had always told me, it's like, man, you might make some white friends and shit, but it's going to be a father, a grandfather, or a grandmother or something that don't like you. Right. And I found I found out that day that that was, shit was so true, bro. Right. Like, he did not speak to me because his parents was there, dog. See, and then the thing that makes you so mad that boils over, like, even, even America, I think things would be better in America if they truly, truly recognized racism for what it was and what it and and how it's still affecting us to, to this day, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, as far as sure. like like when they say stuff like 9/11 was the worst terrorist act in America on American soil, that pisses <laughs> that pisses me off. It'd be like what? That you off. Yeah, like what? You know? Right. Like like the little John. What? You know? <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm saying? Because you got right. you got the bomb of the Black Wall Street. You know what I'm saying? You got mm-hmm. slavery. You got, I mean, you got the civil rights movement where they was hanging us and all that, and you, and that's what so, you jumped to. Even that, even the one joint, uh, I want to say it was in Philly when they blew up the whole little city block. Yeah, sure. it, 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 yeah, that's it, terrorism, bro. Yeah, big time. It's like, yeah, no like, like what? I mean, they they killed, they killed what? Basically neutralized the Panthers, but uh. That the KKK mm-hmm. still exists from top to bottom. You know what I'm saying? And, and the crazy right. got all kind of rights and everything. But you know what the crazy thing about it? The racist, mm-hmm. the racist organizations and stuff like that uh, don't even like America. Really? <laughs> That's the crazy. They're they the most patriotic. Let the, them the, the, Let them. Let them. Let these. Hey, let them tell it. Yeah. Let, let these vaccinations be mandatory. Watch what happens. You know, are you, hey, you think that's gonna change something? 
Oh man. You think that's gonna change something for real? Like I think people who who uh who cloak themselves under patriotism, I think they're gonna stick it out regardless. Even though it's the government telling them to do something, because they just stuck their foot in their mouth, they gotta stick with it now. You you think so? I think so. But I mean they gonna hate it, but they're gonna have to stick with it though. Because this was this what they wanted. We were but think about it. Like when they when they think it's some type of rights about to be taken from them, that's when mm-hmm. they that's when they be like, oh, we recognize facts for a minute, you know, for a minute. Let's think think about nine eleven. That yeah. was the first time we were even considered Americans, you know, because remember everybody, everybody was like, oh, these, now they turning on um the the Arabs and all that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, still, yeah, for sure. yeah. So that was the first time we was considered. That's, <laughs> I feel that's probably the first time people like David Duke even heard of the black person as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it, it, it baffles me, you know, when, when things like that happen. And like this little girl, I could just imagine, you know, just being up and in she probably was in the classroom full of white kids. You know how kids are cruel, mm-hmm. they you know. And some of them are so brazen now, man. They don't, they don't give a damn. Yeah. Man, you know, my daddy owns such and such, you know. And it's, you no, know. It's, it's really like that. And then it's like, um, it's kind of a, it's a. I don't even know no other way to say it. it's a fucked up situation. It's a kind of a catch twenty two. We got, we got bad schools in our in in our neighborhoods. Like, it's not enough money going into them. Not enough resources. Not enough teachers that care. And then you got people moving out of the neighborhoods, moving to these other places. And then, obviously, this is where their kids got to go. Mm-hmm. So now, like, we didn't got that, you know, quote-unquote, better life. But right. then, like, the people that we have educating them don't even know how to deal with them. Right, right. So, uh, right, it's, right. It's, it's, it's rough. Right. And you know what? And the thing is, it, it, it's sad because you have those, you know, because I think, well, as, um, uh, you know, just racist people, you know, that's outside of our race, I think, even even in our you know in our race we got people oh, that's, that's sure. just as deadly as you know some people that's for outside because sure. it's like for me I, and I love the city of Detroit I love it I was born and bred mm-hmm. and raised and stuff like that but what's wrong with me wanting something different from my child you know what I'm saying especially um, if I wanted to you know naturally if it was just me. I would I would live in the D all you know just live there and just yeah. you know and let's... I think that I think for the most part like people dip out because of families like if you if you had to just fend for yourself like it'd be alright yeah you know, got to worry about your yeah. wife and kids especially um like I mean I, I don't think it's I, I guess you can't really put more pressure on one and the other but I feel like in inside the city especially when it comes to little boys it's like it's a lot of it's a lot of outside pressure going yeah. on like yeah. You know, it's, it's a lot of poverty, it's a lot of crime. It's like, like you got to keep your head on the swivel for your family, and especially them, them boys. It's like, man, it's rough. Yeah, right, right, right. And, that, <laughs> and, that, and that's the thing, you know. Uh, you gotta, you gotta choose to, you know. How do you tell, you know? Because back then we had to, we was our families probably was so. I can speak for mine. Our, mm-hmm. Black people were so poor, they didn't have the chance to just. Up and uproot their family and move move from a oh, bad nah. situation, yeah, especially if you had uh like like uh different strokes the gooch beating <laughs> beating, beating <laughs> your kid up every every day. You tell them to stick it out, pray, you know, pray for you know, right. pray for your enemy and you know, all. Like, but the enemy the keep busting. We, the only reason we up and move because niggas was getting evicted. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, it was. You had no choice. You right. Fuck out. <laughs> right. So it, it was. It, it was always something uh, to that on that level. Something drastic. Yeah, yeah something sure. drastic to just move you out. But anyway, I want to get into one more topic before um, we go into our main topic for today. Okay. And and and, and this one, man, right here, kind of like another reason that that pisses me pisses me off, especially. When it comes to, you know, I'm a strong supporter. I don't really truthfully believe, and, and you might look at me so weird. Oh, you, what you about to say, bro? You know, I don't believe in voting. I ain't going to look at you weird. Actually, okay. this is probably going to be an interesting conversation. Okay, so so anyway, it's feds to investigate after a sheriff's deputy 
kills a black man entering his own home in Columbus, Ohio. Check this out. Damn. I mean, right. check this out. It said a sheriff deputy working for a fugitive task force shot and killed a black man trying to enter his own home in Columbus, Ohio last week in a case yeah. that is now being investigated by federal authorities. It said Casey Goodson, the picture that you see right there, 23, was, yeah. was fatally shot on Friday by a 17-year veteran of Franklin County oh. Sheriff's Office, identified as Deputy Jason Meddy. He said he, uh, uh, so they said Goodson had put his key into his door before he was shot and fell into the kitchen where his five-year-old brother and 72-year-old grandma saw him laying on the ground with the Subway sandwich. See, and, and this is one of the things that I'm I'm talking about, you know, you got people that let Obama off the hook. You know, that just, just <laughs> I'm, 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 about, I'm about to read, read you your rights. See, I, the, I, I see. The first, the first term, they was like, ah, oh, he couldn't do nothing because he had to undo a lot of things that Bush. You know, they was running that bull crap. He had to do a lot, of, undo a lot of things that Bush did, and I'm like, man, Bush, bull crap. Some of that was true. Some of it was but, true. But, but, but then, but. Why do we have to play second fiddle to every, you know, to every agenda? When is our agenda going to ever be addressed? Shit, that's an age-old question. No, they ain't answered that yet, bro. So, <laughs> it ain't going to ever be no answer. And as far as voting, I know uh, you were talking about voting. And I guess you get into that kind of whole uh, politics and things where you feel like your vote don't count. I I have said this last time. I did, uh, I did end up voting. Um, however, um, basically because I was pressed, but uh, <laughs> my whole thing is I don't even I don't really feel like we need to vote for president uh, no more. I feel like if if we could, and this is far fetched, but as a black community, if we could pull together all our resources and just basically become lobbyists, like mm. we can pay the politicians to do mm. what the fuck we need them to do. Mm. On my local level, though, I need to vote for them though. Like I need yeah to get, yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah I need to yeah I need to get yeah. some of them people in place. Yeah, but. The presidency, though, if we can put our money together and then just make them do what we want to do, because like the money is what made them press the LGBT. Uh, right, 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 right. So, so, so we what, need to get that same pressure. So, so my question is this: Why, why do like, like, say when when Farrakhan was doing the Million Man marches, mm-hmm. and, and just say even if he collected five dollars or something for each individual. There yeah. to give you know a million people with five dollars or ten dollars or twenty. You mean to tell me we can't get no agendas dressed? Address, <laughs> huh? Right, you know what I'm saying? I, Just, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's, it's it's all the way crazy, though. It's like, and politics just always been against us and shit. And I don't want to, I hate saying it because then people act like. Crying and shit, but at the end of the day, it just—it is what it is, bro. Yeah, yeah, it just—it—it—it it, it, just—it it makes you mad because okay, then when the second turn came, and he still didn't do, you know, still didn't address the issue, and they and they said, you know, once again for the statisticians, once again <laughs> they said that um that there were more black people killed by cops under his administration than any other. Mm-hmm. I don't know right. how true it is, but it was just put out there that there was. Yeah, I I heard that too. I don't know how true it is. Um, I, I think that probably the media made it may have made it worse uh, during the Trump administration because even they wanted to get him out of the uh, office. But it, it could possibly be true. I mean, some of the same people who were in place were in place from the Obama administration. All this shit can be true, and that's why I said. At the end of the day, politicians are politicians. I don't trust none of them niggas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't. Yeah. Black, white, whatever. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So, I mean, why are we still talking about this same thing? Why are, they, why are these cops still feeling comfortable just doing this same thing? Like, a man, it, you know? I, yeah, I think that right right now it's just the, uh, but some of them, I think, is, it's, let me see. How can I say this? I think it's a combination of two things. I think the one thing is that there are some white people who are just brazen enough to think 
that they can kill niggas. That's one thing. <laughs> and then the second thing is that the blue cold thing got a lot of niggas shook. They scared to go against the grain. So like if they if they stop doing what they want them to do, like either they in fear their life or they pension and shit. You know that's tough. <laughs> you know what's so funny when you mentioned the blue cold thing. You know, uh, a couple of years ago, probably about more like 20 to 25 years ago, I put in for the mm-hmm. po- police department. I, I, yeah, I put in for the police department a long time ago. And um, mm-hmm. and so I took I took the test. I went and I took the civil service test. And mm-hmm. in the question, it said, if your partner, if you see your partner do something, Left field, would you tell? And I said, and I was sitting there thinking, like, hmm, you know, this is a right. this is a trick. They try to see where you at, you know. So I said, yeah. this is a, but anyway, I did the old diplomatic thing. <laughs> yes, I will report, you know. But then again, you know, so and and all in all, you know, I put in for it, but really, I didn't. As a good good consideration, I was like, nah. Yeah. No. I, sometimes I think that a lot of people, a lot of police officers, a lot of police officers before they become police officers need to have that same conversation with themselves. Like I'm gonna tell you right now, I can't do it yeah. because for one, I'm I'm probably go shoot niggas, and I <laughs> and I am and I am certainly stealing drug money. I am like it's not I'm taking that shit. Like if we if we rob if we or not robbing but yeah, if we bust yeah, run, a, right. a dope house. Yeah. I'm taking it, bro. Like off rip. Like they are criminals. I'm stealing the money, bro. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, why, why even put myself in that situation? Like, no, I'm not gonna be the police officer. And just like if some niggas who was uh, I say this all the time, and I stand behind this shit. Is a lot of niggas who was complete pussies in high school, and then they become police officers, yeah. and then they think they got some kind of power. Like, bro, you need to go find you a desk job. Right, 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 right. 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 I, I just, you know what? It, what was so funny? You said that so emphatically. You were just like, yeah. you said that just like I'm stealing the money. You know. Oh, <laughs> like, <for sure. laughs> I hope you. Like, we gonna we gonna pull a dude over. We gonna pull a dude over. He got he got bricks and money in the trunk. I'm taking that shit, though. What you mean? <laughs> hey. I mean not the bricks and shit. We gonna turn that in. Hey, but yeah, the money. I'm taking that shit. I hope in your second life you never come back to be you know apply as, as a uh, officer. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, and most niggas know, like, when you get pulled over by the police, and especially in the city of Detroit, I ain't trying to put niggas on blast now, but especially in the city of Detroit, in, in Detroit you probably go get shut down. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. you probably go, you go get yeah. shut down. So, yeah. like, what you expect? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big I'm going to give you what you're used to. Right, right, <laughs> right. But anyway, man, we going to go and talk. <laughs> you silly as hell. <laughs> We're going to go into our topic for the day, man. Why are you so silly, dude? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm going to give you what you used to, dog. I'm taking you. Our, our topic for today. Do you believe in second chances after a bad experience? Do you believe in second chances after a bad experience? That could be uh, relationship-wise, business-wise, or just, you know, just anything as far as second chance uh, that you think of. Um, what, what about you, man? What do you What do you feel about... I know a lot of factors for me plays into giving a person mm-hmm. a second chance, but because we know, yeah. we, we know that uh, we're capable of mistakes, so uh, what, what, yeah, what, no is it, what is it for you? Do you... First of all, would, do you believe in second chances? Uh, yeah, I think, shit, I, quite honestly, as a as a as a black person, <laughs> you oh, gotta yeah. believe in second yeah, chance. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just off, off rip, but um, I'm I'm like that anyway, and I'm probably um, uh, I think I, I probably give people more than more than two chances sometimes, um, and I think that can that can be a fault. Like sometimes you see the good in people, and they don't even see the good in themselves, so you end up wasting your time. Um, but like as far as uh, let's just look at two different things. So like in, in relationships. Um, that's a tough one. Like a, a second chance depends on what happens the first time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. like, everybody don't deserve a second chance on that. But like mm-hmm. um, in relationships, like non-romantic relationships, those are tough because I've been seeing niggas throw friendships away like over some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you don't really get 
a whole lot of friends. In yeah, life. yeah, you like, don't. So you you kind of got to be sure before you throw it away. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because on that tip, I don't, oh no, go ahead. because I, I keep my circle is real small. It, it's real yeah. small, and I I don't because I remember mm-hmm. like like in the past, you know, my uh, I used to be so quick to try to garner you know relationships and 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 try to make people you know like you'll find yourself when you when you kind of like uh reach for friends you'll find yourself yeah. compromising a lot like compromising yeah. compromising your morals your values um or or trying to uh fit let's say fit the square piece in the triangle or something for like sure. that so you yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying so it, it it's like no, no, if you, because sometimes that's how you set yourself up for toxic people uh, to yeah. come into your life. Like with, with me, I, I just, now I believe like if you're not working, you're not working. You know, even right. you could, you, I mean, you could be, let's say, the nicest person in the world to me, you know, and, but if you do something that kind of like, compromises you know a little bit of what i what i feel you know what i'm saying right. like say you got a buddy that's uh the the, the neighborhood killer you know but he ain't never did that <laughs> never did nothing to you you know what i'm saying but right. but but you know yeah. you're like hey buddy come on let's come hang out no killer <laughs> no i can't right. no, killer. no killer i just can't hang i can't do that you know what i'm saying i don't right. i don't do what no, you do sure. you know what i'm saying but I think I think your yeah. second chance, like with relationships, I believe now, let's say this. And I'm only saying this, you know, as an example. Just say <laughs> just, just say, you know, I cheat on my wife. Okay. And, and and my wife take me back. You know, and mm-hmm. all this and this and that. But later she go out and she do the same thing. So right. the fact that she gave me a second chance. I, I I might feel obligated that I have to hey, give her a second chance. You look like you don't too much agree. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say obligated, you know, <laughs> like, because because that was a that was an individual decision. Yeah. At yeah. the end of the day, she could have decided whether or not she wanted to give you that second chance or not. Just like you get that chance too, like to yeah. figure out if you want to do it or not. Right. I don't think it should be based on the fact that she already gave you a. A second oh, okay. like, if you don't, if you don't want to add one, it's like, so so you so you didn't like the word obligated. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, so, so, yeah, obligation make it sound so. <laughs> yeah, I'm straight. Okay. So yeah, you, I'm straight. So you wouldn't do you wouldn't do it if she gave you um, that chance. Man, look. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would. I guess you would. You would feel some kind of obligation, but I. It it kind of it depends. Uh, like it, it really depends because like if uh there's a couple of things that can happen. So if you're talking about a relationship and let's say my second chance is because I cheated on her, right? All right, so I cheated on her, uh she found out or whatever. Um, she gave me the second chance. Now if she turned around and cheated on me like right after that because like she hurt or like, you know, some kind of like backlash, then you know, then then maybe I have to I won't say it's an obligation, but I you know, I consider it. Like, you know what? Take it I put her through some shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take it on the chin and shit. Yeah. But now if if it's some years later, shit going good and she didn't if she didn't stepped out then, that means there's something else going on. That means she must really like that nigga. <laughs> if you really like that nigga then you need to go ahead and go on with that nigga. <laughs> you know, yeah. So everything <laughs> but you know what? You know how sometimes even like like w- women are more forgiving as far as uh cheating than men are everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know what, we a woman, uh, you know, we cheat on a woman, and a woman will be, you know, she'll be angry and mad and stuff like that. Yeah. She might even, she might even bring it up when you when you being mean to her or something like that. But she, uh, you said you said she might even. She might. Oh yeah, she'll she bring certainly it up. is. Yeah, she gonna bring it up. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, was just being sure diplomatic, is. you know. But right, for sure. <laughs> but. but She'll, she'll bring it up, but then you know, with us, when a woman cheat, man, it's like no. You know us, we'd well, be like, like hell no. You know, no, we, for sure. We for can't, sure. we can't take being belittled. We can't, 
We can't take none yeah. of that. You know, you can't you can't do us like that, you know? Not at all. And see, like for me, I think it's always been uh something like my niggas always clown me about this shit, but I think the reality of it is is that I feel like uh when we cheat, we just be kinda, you know, getting some pussy, I mean, for lack of a better term. Yeah. But I think when women cheat, I feel like they really be trying to replace you. A whole so family. I, yeah. So yeah. it's just like I got a couple things going on. I got to figure out, first of all, what am I doing or not doing that's making you feel like you need to be moving on and shit. And the second thing is I need to know, is you making this nigga a sandwich? Now, we talked about this the other day, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because because if she cheating and making this nigga a sandwich, then she loved that nigga. That's an affair. <laughs> like, that's not even cheating. Like, see, I, I, think, I think that's the thing. I think I can forgive cheating. But I can't forgive an affair, though. Because cheating, like, you know, you went over here and smashed this nigga a couple times. But uh, an affair means y'all been just a relationship. You got an outside relationship. Like, okay. if I, if his people know you, then y'all got a relationship. That's an affair. And I can't Yeah, it. Y- yeah, yeah. Because uh. it, it's always that, that thing in the back of your mind, like, uh. And you, yeah. let, let, me, let, me ask, let me ask you this. But, but then again, you kind of, like, said something in the you never really went through something as traumatic as, as I did. You really made me feel bad during that that, that last show. Oh. You know? Oh, no. You suck at show, too, my nigga. I'm sorry. <laughs> she, she got your level. Yeah, yeah big time. I was like, damn. You know? And, and you, I mean, I understand. You had, it was fine. Li- 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 literally, literally, you had me like my man. Ah, 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 all night, though. Like, like damn, you know, I thought somebody was gonna, I had somebody that can relate with me on this situation, but hey, not at all, dog. Hey, real quick though, I know this, this ain't really on the subject, but for the people who didn't hear the last show, though, man, you should, you should re, uh, you should retell that story, dog. <laughs> oh, people man. know what we talking about. Oh man, uh, they they gonna have to. Check you want, you want to relive that? No, oh, man, I don't want to relive that. That's terrible, dog. I was like. <laughs> You know, I felt bad after, but I, I told it, told it before, you know, but this, but she, you know, yeah. and, and, and then when I think about it, I said, damn, you know how you wish you could just rewind and be like, you know, you could just grab your old self, get, sure. you know, get, slap, yeah, slap yourself up, slap, slap quick, yourself right. up because I, I'm, I'm telling you in, in a heartbeat, the thing that I didn't even share with you, like, remember in uh-huh. that story I told where, when I came to the apartment and she, the guy was helping her move, move out, right? Move out, and I told him to go. This dude went. This dude went and called his brother. You know what I'm <laughs> oh, saying? So it's a, it ended up being a whole altercation for him. He went and called his brother and told his brother that I had some that that I was over there with some dudes trying to jump him. Seriously? Yeah. And so his brother came. And his brother was strapped, so that could have turned into, God, you know, that could have turned, other shit. yeah, into some old whole other. And then at the same time, it was wow. so lucky that that I had uh, I called my cousin, yeah. uh, you know, my cousin. So my cousin, he was a heated dude too. So he he yeah. came over there. He was like, you know, what's up, you know, what's up. So that could have turned into something a whole, you know, a whole different ball game. Hell yeah. So, first of all, first of all, what type of nigga was she dealing with? Right. Calling his brother, telling him lies. Yeah, yeah, and it was just me. I just came over there. I'm, right. like, I'm like, you know, so he, yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy, dude. So, but then again, Man, that nigga, that nigga was light skinned, wasn't he? <laughs> actually, that's some nigga actually, shit. yeah, he was. He was. See, I know it. I See, knew it. That's the light skinned. Yeah. Nigga so, shit, so, but, but. <laughs> Well, let's get into um, let's get into business. Let's say yeah. somebody give you some bad business up front. Just mm-hmm. say, and I know different factors might uh, pull in. Like say, let's say if you you took your car to somebody, you know, yeah. and they just did you bold. They did you bold. Right. Will it will it matter if let's say if the person was a close person to you or you know or I mean that. That always make a difference though. Like when people, when people close to you though, know, you tend to give them a second chance and shit. The only, the only thing I don't give a second chance on you mentioned, you mentioned that uh, as far as like uh, some some auto repair shit. I can't, I can't do it. If you fuck my car up one time, I ain't ever come back. <laughs> I don't care if we blood relatives. 
you can be my granddaddy. I'm not coming back, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, like, it's a lot of business deals. Like, I mean, obviously now, uh, especially with both of us doing podcasting and shit, we, yeah. do, uh, we got entrepreneurial shit going on. And I know you, just like me, I had some business deals that didn't really go the way it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. But I ended up giving people, you know, a second, second chance. Man. And, like, it ended up being better the second chance, the yeah. second time. So, like, with business stuff, as long as I don't, like, lose a shit ton of money, yeah. like, I'm pretty sure we, we good to try it again. But, like, if I – that's the one thing. If my car, and if I lose a shit ton of money, then I, you ain't got to worry about me doing business <laughs> yeah, well, at all. Let me, let me tell yeah, you, sure. like, like uh, back in the day when I had my little diamond in the back, sudden rooftop, little Lincoln, <laughs> I, had right. a, I had me a Lincoln, man, and that mother, my mother used to Thank call it Lincoln. diamond. Diving in the back sunroof top, it was one of them big uh, Lincoln Town cars, uh, like an eighty. Yeah. And I had a, I had okay. a, I had a me- me- metallic black with a um, with a with a white uh, top on it, you know, with a oh, white shit. with a white top on it, and that, that was my baby with the tinted windows, smoke oh, windows, hard. smoke windows, and so I um yeah. I took my car. My car was I I think I needed spark plugs. I took. Okay. So I took it to a friend of my wife's family. You know, he was a good close. Okay. He was he was boys with one of his uncles, with one of my wife's uncles. And so I gotcha. took it to him. And so he fixed my car. And, and I was like, just on the lookout, I was like, man, good. Because he came right on Johnny on the spot to fix it. And yeah. it was on a day okay. that you couldn't find no cops open, nothing. And so I, I right. played I, Took care of him, gave him a good tip and everything, and paid. Him. Yeah. And he he looked at me like, "Good man, why well, ain't used to this?" So I'm like, "Okay, right. cool, man." And so I get I get to my car. By this this time, I was living in Southfield, so I had to come okay. back east, you know, right. by, over there by Osborne to get the car fixed. So nice. so, but nice so, little ride. Yeah, nice little ride. So I get on the freeway. And my car starts jerking. <clears throat> like, I'm like, what, what the hell was going on? And it wasn't doing that. Like, mm, mm. so I called my man. I'm like, dude, right. something, something happened with my car. He's like, uh, okay, I'll I, I get with you. This dude never called me back, never did. Nope. And, and, and I was oh, on, on that time, I was on some murderous stuff. You know, like, yeah, really, I wanted, I wanted to go holler at him, you know, because yeah. I was like, I told my wife, I said, look, you better you better get your boy. I paid him. I said, my car ain't right. I said, you better tell your uncle I'm about to do something to his boy. I know where he worked. Because right. he was working at a shop over on the west side. And my thing was yeah. like, you know, my thing was like, uh, Bernie Mac, I had to bust that book, you know, in his head. You know, <laughs> I wanted to go holler at him. So, and so no he, he just ducked me. He ducked me. And my uh, mother-in-law was begging me like, Please don't go do nothing to him, please, because I was about to yeah. do something to that boy. And then I ran right. into him at a funeral, and he didn't even know it was me. He came up, hey, I said, dude, you know, being the minister, right. I, you know, I was like, man, you lucky I'm saved. <laughs> you lucky I'm saved, because I want to give, I still want to give it to you. I want to put. Oh, so this, this was years later. Years later. Oh, okay. I said I, I still, I never got my money back, and I had to pay double to get my car fixed. So he cost oh, me. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I would have went in his shit. <laughs> Even now, I'd have to been like, "Excuse me, Lord." <laughs> while, while I go in this nigga shit, Jesus. <laughs> you said, "Yeah, man," because it was like, and you know what? I should have known a dude nicknamed Corn. <laughs> like you. Should- I mean, what? So what, what was wrong with your car though? Like what was going it, on? With it, it was it was with the spark plugs. I, I was you know, like yeah. it, it was hesitating. It was you know it like I didn't get the but when he what he did was he put I think he did the wires wrong and oh, okay. it, and it was causing it was the car yeah it was misfiring and it was bad. Yeah. It was like man I had to imagine having <laughs> to get back home. My wife was pregnant at the time, so just yeah. imagine having to go from. Seven miles, all the right. way back over to by Providence Hospital. Right. Oh, this. So, so I'm sitting up there, goo, 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 all the way right. home, just inching like a, yeah. like my car was tiptoeing or something. Oh, man, <laughs> I said when I see that boy, I'm gonna bust him in this. <laughs> you know. That's man, how, look. 
Even years later, you still got that two piece. Oh shit! You know, in the church. You know what though? The only reason, the only reason that spared them, like I said, I was saved, and it was at my wife's grandfather grandmother's funeral that I yeah. that I saw him. But I was looking at him like, boy, I gave him that look. Right. You you know that look how uh how how Cuddy gave uh uh, uh Larissa Tate oh, for the uh, dead president. Yeah, yeah. But he had that suck in his mouth like he had that little eye. <laughs> That's how I was looking at that boy, like, I had to do something, you nigga. <laughs> Man, shit, I'd have pulled that nigga off to the corner by itself. Real, two little quick jabs to his mouth in the chest or real with, quick. With this pocket. You know, type shit. <laughs> with this pocket, like, I'm getting my money back. Laid him in some empty coffin, like, uh, I ain't know y'all had oh, a new body really? in here. <laughs> you know? But. Man, that shit out of control. Yeah, but it's. But it's Go ahead. I know I was gonna say, yeah, when it comes to like you say, like with cars and shit like that, definitely ain't ain't no second chance on business with that shit. Right. I and uh too for, for people who out there who got scams and shit over the uh <laughs> these past few months with people doing all this cash out uh scams and shit like hopefully y'all not doing no business either and shit though. I don't know why y'all thought that two hundred dollars was gonna turn to fifty thousand and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you cr- you know what I forgot to do, and I'm sorry, y'all. If you want to call us the number, that number is 646-564-9728 if you want to um, conversate with us and press one if you want to comment. Yeah, man, it's it's definitely. <laughs> right, we over here rapping like that. I know, we just, you know, yeah, they didn't even get a number out. But, you know, it, it's, it's, it's funny because, you know, you try, to, you try to do right by people. I'm going to tell you another thing, too, you know, mm. where – to me, everybody be on this uh, support black business stuff, and I'm with that. I'm I'm with yeah. it. I'm with it. But at the same time, you got to do right. <laughs> right. You you got to do. The, that's, at the at the same time, that's the only thing you got to be doing. Yeah, you you got to do right. Don't think yeah. don't think just because you black, I, I gotta accept that you that you gonna try to give crappy service. No, right. man. You know when it's when. When I come to your when I come to your establishment, I don't know if you saw the video that was circulating about the um that black business owner that the, had the restaurant. It told people if they they get the stop parking and shit. Yeah, yeah. What is, yeah. what was your take on that? Like, you know. Well, see, I like at first when I first saw it, I was like, damn, my man just like like he doing too much. But then when I understood the whole story though, like yeah, they had been they had been cutting up for a minute. Yeah. He's trying to get them to chill, and then he shit, he just blew a gas. He's like, look, I told you niggas. That's what he wants to say. You know yeah, what I'm right, like, right. I told you niggas. Now it's time to get the fuck on with that shit. Right, like, right. I'm, I'm not mad at that, though. Like, you got, when you got an establishment that's like, I mean, you have fun by right. all means. But then right. when the shit get out of hand and I say something about it more than one time, like, what the fuck is y'all kids? Right, right. Like, what, how you supposed to react? Right, right, yeah, it, it, it's great because one time I had um when I when I had when we owned our home, me and my wife owned yeah. our home. We had a we had a, a a clog, real bad clog in our bathtub, and so we had okay. a real bad problem going on in, in 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 the pipes, and so we called a plumber, and it was it was a black owned business. And so we, yeah. so I, I'm thinking like, yeah, I did my duty, you know, get, you know, just get, just giving a black man the chance to do something. So I'm like, so this dude comes in, comes in, he like, uh, first of all, they wanna, they wanna try to throw this thing. Well, you know, it's, it's hard being a black business owner, this and this and that. So I'm gonna have to charge you a little bit extra because I have to, you know. Mm-hmm. Dude, come on now. A little bit extra. You know what I'm saying? So this this is what my my guy satellite was like. Yeah, you got to take in consideration that. No, I got to take in consideration. I want to get the best deal. You know, I want to get the, I want to get the best deal. I don't want to be gouged by just because a person is is black and doing right. it. You know, shoot, fair market value. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? So he came over there, and man, he. This guy was doing everything but his job. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm sitting up each other tell me, yeah, you might need a new uh, such and such, and I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. You could, you might as well have been talking to me like Charlie Brown and wah, 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 and right. I'm up there like, oh, 
Okay, well, how much that's going to All I want to know, how much that's going to cost me? How much it's going to run? Yeah, yeah, how much? And, and, and that's the thing. That's what I don't like about, you know, quote, unquote, some black business. Now, there's some mm. out there that, that that's pretty good. You know any mm. good black businesses out there that, that want to show? Um, like, as far as, like, doing work like that on houses, like plumbers and shit like that, I, I guess I don't know a lot because I haven't owned a home and shit, so I didn't have to yeah. really get to know no plumbers. Um, but um, shout out to like uh, shit. I'm trying to think of like a lot of the restaurants uh, yeah. that I've been to are you know good black owned restaurants. Shout out to uh, Easy Street used to be black owned. That's a uh, changed uh, a little bit of management. But anyway, uh, <laughs> wow. I think that I think we're really and I can't think of none offhand. I'm so mad because like I buy shit from black people all the time. <laughs> right. I, you know it's, it's one it's one place for sure though and it's, it, it ain't here though um it's actually in dc it's called uh mahogany books because uh i read from time to time but anyway they, uh it's a black owned bookstore and they they like they they solid though they i think they to the point now where i want to say that they had like obama come to their bookstore and shit like wow. it's, a, it's a dope and it's, it's just a small bookstore like you know what wow. I'm saying? but they got a lot of black authors a lot of black writers you know stuff inside the bookstore um, so so they dope and um just to like not to you know promote my own shit but go ahead, go uh, ahead. that's what it's well, called. I, I had a situation right i had a situation where uh you know we got t-shirts and hats and stuff uh part of my east side is part of my east side.com but i met this lady uh who uh you know we had we had got cool and she was after this one meeting because she seen my hat and she bought something and between all the stuff like she had purchased something and it, it didn't get shipped to her and she ended up like hitting me uh and like the the uh the page inbox or whatever. So uh, I didn't, cause I didn't know none of this was happening. I thought everything got shipped out. I, I never really checked it. Um, so then I found out it didn't get shipped out. So I immediately uh you know started conversing with her and I sent her out uh some extra stuff. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like so on the back okay. end. So even though uh it didn't the the product the the product didn't go out on time like it was supposed to. Like I made up for it. And I think that's where right. a lot of a lot of black businesses fall off. They they feel like once they do the initial service. They don't have to follow up. Right. Like, follow right, up right. is like retention. And you need retention. You need people. You need those same people to keep coming back and buying if you don't ever get new ones. You right. Know what I'm right. 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 So, so matter of fact, how, how much are them the shirts anyway? Because I gotta, I'd have to patronize you. How much? Are oh, the- for sure. Uh, t-shirts twenty dollars. Hoodies forty dollars. Uh, hats is uh, or the snapbacks is uh thirty five, and the scullies is uh they uh they. I don't even know. I think they twenty. I think I can't remember. Right. Shout out to uh, yeah. Shout out to uh, Trap Blessings too. This is uh my man, uh, Alexa Valley. This is his uh his joint. He actually a rapper, uh, in the city, but he got a, a clothing brand, uh, Trap Blessings. I got that boy on today because it's cold as hell in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You just you just full of product. Yeah. You yeah. So product placement, dog. Get at me. Mm-hmm. Radio dot com. <laughs> remember uh. Uh, uh, your boy Tyree. So there, he said, "Man, you a buyer or a seller? Remember that, right? Means that sure. you a buyer, yeah. and, and that was some that was some deep knowledge stuff that people didn't even catch in that movie. And he was, he no, was, that was like that was the main point. Yeah, the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, right, right. He he, he, yeah. he broke it down though, but definitely, man, y'all y'all show some support to uh, my boy Q Lewis, man." That uh, that that uh, part. Like, right? Yeah, you know what I you know I got I gotta get used to it, man. You know. Uh, yeah, me too. I had to I had to stop saying. Yeah, it. yeah. So, but definitely show show your love, man. I'm I'm trying to. Matter of fact, you gotta uh, send me that link to your website so I can uh okay so I can uh support you, man, and get definitely get. For sure. Sure, I might give me a hoodie. I just you know yeah, you no can't. Doubt. How, how, Don't forget that. How large okay. do they come? Uh, should it go up to? I think I got them up to five X in the hoodies. Okay, okay. Up to four four X in the t shirts. So like, yeah, it's got got everybody. I got lady sizes, like whatever you need. And then also too, uh, you use the promo code E Block Radio and you get fifteen percent off. So you know you get it, get the little love. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> you know what? I might see. I get that. Then my wife be like, "You ain't buy me one." So I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to double, 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 double dip on it, you know, like, hey. And then I got, I got some special editions too. I didn't push them a lot because my man told me that I was gonna get in trouble for pushing this shit. <laughs> but 
So I got some T-shirts that say PTSD, right? Yeah. Oh my god. But what it what it stands for is a possible thought situation developing. <laughs> but he told me I was gonna get some hot water for the PTSD shit, so I ain't really pushing. Oh, but it's kind of dope though. But you possible know, thought situation developing though. That shit's funny to me. But 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 you know what? I I wanna you know what? I really wanna talk some straight business with you on on some things. But like I said off the show. As a matter of fact, after the show, d- definitely I want to because it's an ideal that I want to that I came up with, and it's it's okay. been it's been like a year and a half in in the making, and I've been really okay. I really want to, you know, put a put another powerful mind with me to do this, and so it's, okay. it's, it's definitely. But I might have to, you know, because of my because of my position, I might have to do the uh, the <laughs> I might have to do like. Like uh, identity with like with an executioner hood. <laughs> I was just gonna say, right? You gotta be low key for sure. Yeah, yeah, you. yeah. You know, so definitely, yeah. definitely, I wanna, uh, I wanna put it together and uh, and do some things though. But, but all right, we we'll rap about it. Yeah, so definitely, man. Uh, yeah, that that second chance stuff, man, is is definitely. I'm trying to think of where I ever, yeah, because I know for the most part. I could be a mess up, you know. I could, I could, sure. I could f up real bad, and, and so I think most yeah. of the time too, like you said, um, like that's like if I if I'm dealing with a person that I done messed up with before, I, I, I'm not gonna feel obligated, you know. I'm not gonna use the word <laughs> obligated, right? I, I'm gonna say, well, I'm, and it just depends on how bad they messed me up before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But one, another thing right. that I can't trust, a barber don't get a second chance. Oh, shit. I don't know. I ain't been to a barber in years. <laughs> I'm just saying, a barber don't get a second chance, dog. I, I, yeah. I remember I went to a dude, man. He cut me, had me looking like little Boosie. <laughs> <laughs> dog, you said little Boosie, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hell I'm, no. like, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, dang. You know, like, dude. Yeah. Like, you really think that's... Hey, hey speaking of which, though, shout out to uh, my guys, Cardine and uh, all the brothers, because uh, it's like they they all brothers. Used to have a barber shop up here on French Road and Grass. And uh, my man Slick, Slick was a uh, used to he used to rap. I think I think he still do some rapping now. But they got a, I think it's called damn I can't remember the name of, it, but it's on Van Dyke now. It's like seven dollar cut. Okay. And uh, so they moved over there. So shout out to them, dog. I want to give them a shout out because they are a black owned business. My man shoot documentaries. Uh, he a, he a dog ass barber and shit, and it's. It just brought back the memories when you was talking about not giving your barber a second chance. Like, dog, he was the only dude because I was I was on my my hairline was on his way out, bro, and he was like the only one that who could, who could fuck with my hairline, dog. And I, every time I would come up there, like I, I'm telling him, I'm be up there at two o'clock on Saturday. I get up there, this nigga in the booth and shit, like he's somewhere rapping and shit. So his brother be like, you know, he out rapping doing whatever, like he'll be back. I'll be waiting around, waiting around. His brother be like, dog, I can cut you. I'm like, no, I'm straight, dog. I'll just come back tomorrow. I'll come back the next day. And he cut me and shit. Shout out to my man Slick. I was waiting around for him because <laughs> you are absolutely right. Once you get a barber, bro, like, yeah. you can't really let nobody else do it. Right, right, you know right, so, right, right. So, yeah, for sure. So, shout out to, uh, damn, I, I wish I could remember the name of the right there. Uh, I want to say uh, Van Dyke and Harper. The $7 cuts. I can't remember the name of it though, but Cardi, all his brothers, man, salute to them. Well, you know what? And it was a, uh, I want to shout out a, um, a black owned gas station and it's over there on Van Dyke, yeah. Van Dyke and Harper somewhere. I forgot. There's a lot of black owned businesses over there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I had, and I found this one because I ended up with a flat tire and I, and I pulled Word. up, I pulled up there, and I had forgot my card, my, like my card. And my man, my man gave me some free flicks, fix a flat. Get me yeah. actually, he he was like, "Do you want something to drink and all that stuff?" It was hot, and he hooked me Dude. up, and I came back, and I've been, you know, and I patronized him once, but I forgot where it was, what facility yeah. it was. But but shout out, shout out to him. It's over in that Van Dyke area somewhere. Yeah, oh, that's the love right there. Yeah. So I'm I'm definitely told him I was on gonna be back so uh i'm gonna yeah. really shout him out man definitely though no doubt. but 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 we want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight me and q lewis mega powers for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh 
Y'all have a good day. And man, you got one more parting word? On the way out, dog, just keep doing what you're doing, dog. And if it ain't working, then try something else. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Yo, we up out of here. Peace. Peace out, y'all.